especially at the movies. We're in the midst and the throes of the festive holiday season. Uh, it's another one of our 12 Days of Christmas episodes. And are you ready to hear about a direct-to-streaming movie? Because those are always quality. Uh, this is Your Christmas or Mine 2. The sequel to Your Christmas or Mine, which debuted, believe it or not, just a year ago. So they really rushed this through production. Uh, the first one was set in England. It's about uh, two college students, played by Aza Butterfield and Cora Kirk. And, um, you know, they're, I guess, dating, but they haven't told their families that they're dating. Um, he comes from, like, aristocracy, lives out in the English countryside. She comes from a working-class family in, in some city. Mm-hmm. And anyway, they I guess if, it's been a year, but I'm trying to remember. I think they decide to surprise each other for the holidays. So he goes to her place to surprise her. She goes to his place to surprise him. But um, they actually, since they both had the, you know, the brilliant idea, they obviously aren't there together. So they spend each, uh, the Christmas with each other's families. Mm-hmm. And hilarity ensues. Right. <laughs> Um, kind of surprisingly, there's a sequel. And in this one, a year later, or I think it's actually maybe set two or three years later, but um, the families go on a holiday together to this is Austria, right? Mm-hmm. And th- they pay separately, though. So the, the working class family ends up at, by accident at the posh hotel. <laughs> That the aristocracy family, aristocratic family was supposed to go to, and the aristocratic family goes to this hovel of a <laughs> ski lodge that the working class family is supposed to go to, and the, the young young ones in love are separated again, at least for a day or so, and hilarity ensues. Question mark. <laughs> what did you think of this? Well, I thought it was mildly amusing. I I surprisingly liked the first one. I think we we kind of watched that on a whim last Christmas, and uh, um, I thought it was charming. But a, a lot of the charm came from uh, the setting, which was in England the first time in the first film. And we thought, I think we both thought that it was uh, that was very nice. Uh, setting particularly kind of the posh family's little manor house that they live in it was very Christmassy and very um very nice but then even you know the and the working class family their their home was very inviting and warm as well for Christmas so I I, I enjoyed the kind of homey Christmas of the, you know the original uh, film and it gets the the first film also got by um thankfully due to a just very likable cast I think in general um, and I think this movie, <laughs> this movie just barely skates by on the fact that it's, um, cast is very likable. Um, cause I think the screenplay here is weaker. It's not as funny or as witty as the first film. And that's, I don't want to oversell the, the first film. It wasn't the, the greatest movie of all time, but this one is not quite even up to that standard. Um. I don't know. The, like I said, the actors are all very likable. Um, particularly, I thought Asa Butterfield does a really good job. Um, he's just very convincing as this guy and very likable and very, you know, you want him to be happy. And I don't know. I, I, I was on his side and I, I, I just really like his performance. Um, but, um, and you know, it, it kind of just relies on, 
kind of fish out of wa- fish out of water tropes, right? Because the you know the posh family has to stay in this little hovel, complete with you know an outhouse and a goat, and you know that's funny, right? And then of course the 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 poorer working class family is in this very posh hotel, and they don't know really what to do, and you know humor supposedly ensues, as you said, but I don't know. It's very kind of cliched. Um, I don't know. What did you think? <laughs> yeah, this was a step down from the first one, which was not, I mean, to make it clear, like you referenced, I mean, it was not, you know, the greatest Christmas movie ever made, but it was enjoyable. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I, I did like that it was set in England. That's part of, I mean, I'm, a, I'm an Anglophile. That was part of the charm. Moving this to Austria um, didn't, and it was beautiful. I mean, the so the posh hotel that is kind of like the, the central set for this movie. I mean, it has gorgeous views of the mountains and, and I'm assuming Austria. So I mean, they film it there. Um, and yet, I don't know. I'd rather they be back in England. Yeah. Um, the working class family, um, while I found them charming in the first movie, I just found them for the most part annoying in this film, like really annoying. Um, the aristocratic family, Asa Butterfield's family, his dad is a lot kind of, looser and calmer in this movie than his character was in the first one. Uh, part of that may be due that he has a new girlfriend who, um, I didn't recognize her. You said she was from Ally McBeal or something. I remember from that. I think she's been in a lot of things. Jane Krakowski. Jane, Jane Krakowski. Um, yeah, it was just all right. And then, so David Bradley was in the first one. He was like the grandfather on the aristocratic side, but he like kind of lived out in the, I don't know, he sort of covered, he guarded the grounds and he seemed, I don't know, he was not, he was kind of gruff and not like a nice person. In this one, he's all of a sudden changed into being this kind of laid back comic relief character. I say comic relief in quotation marks. I mean, there's a scene where, you I mean, if you want to know the kind of humor <laughs> this movie has, there's a scene where, you know, the grandpa character, it comes out of like, I don't know what it is, a sauna or a bath or something and walks in on, the young people uh, like in, in a bath towel that doesn't cover much. Right. And there's a scene where Asa Butterfield is, it's the night that he spends in, in the hovel and, and he's in the outhouse. He's on his <laughs> phone and the phone drops into the toilet. And, ah, oh, it's so funny because, you know, <laughs> he's got to put his hand down there and get the phone. And I was just sitting there stone faced like this. <laughs> oh, and then there, there's a scene, of course, I mean, this is, this is like, this is such basic humor that I can't find it funny where like there's a scene in the movie where I think it's like a uh, like a truck or some kind of some kind of outdoor tra- you know uh, transportation uh, machine comes along and it's very um, rough looking and I think it's the Jane Krakowski character or something she's you know she's not used to that she's like oh, I'm not getting in that and as, as she was uttering those lines, I thought to myself, it's going to do a quick edit to all of them in in that thing. And, of course, it did. (laughs) So I'm like, that's just so basic. You know, a character says, I'm not going to do this. Hard edit to them doing it. Mm -hmm. And uh, I don't know. I mean, this was written and directed by the same two people that did the first one. Um, Like I said, I found the first one kind of charming. This one was all right. And I got to say, so... Every rom-com, which this pretty much is at heart, like every rom-com has the, 
what I call the third act, things go bad, where, you know, um, all the momentum of our protagonists kind of hits a wall and they have a disagreement or misunderstanding and they start fighting and split up. And it's like, you know, are they going to get back together? Whatever. And that happens here. And I got to say, like, I, Asa Butterfield and, and Cora Kirk, I mean, they're good actors, but I don't feel a lot of chemistry between these characters. So when that, like, third act breakup thing happened, I just thought, like, oh, well. <laughs> I mean, I guess you go back to your life and she goes back to hers. And okay. And I shouldn't be, I shouldn't be thinking that. No. I should be like, oh, no, they got to get back together. Yeah. Well, I was thinking that. I, I did want them to be together. I, I felt like they have enough chemistry. But I, I do the whole misunderstanding plot, which this movie relies on in that third act, mm-hmm. um, has to be done really well for me not to find it completely annoying. And this wasn't done all that well. I found it to be very annoying. <laughs> I hate stuff like this where, you know, if they would just listen to each other and talk it out a little bit, have a have a few minutes conversation, it would all be resolved. And yeah. instead it's, it's not, and it's just completely annoying, annoying until of course it has to wrap up at the end and then everything somehow miraculously works out. And so quickly that it's almost gives you whiplash. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. This, yeah. I mean, there, there was some humor. I, I laughed at some things. I, so we didn't mention, so not only do they, do they end up in the wrong hotels or shacks, um, but they also have the wrong luggage. Mm. So and they have to start wearing the clothes of the other people. But, the, oh, we didn't talk about, so the whole setup, the reason, so they realize right away, right, that they're in the wrong hotels. But the reason they can't just switch is because there's supposedly there's this big snowstorm coming. And I don't know how far away these places are from each other. They don't seem all that far away. I mean, they seem to arrive at them at the same time from the airport. But, yeah, the snowstorm is going to be so bad that they can't possibly um, switch hotels yeah. that night. Yeah. Um, which, which they even are told... By the, by the folks running the hotels, like, mm-hmm. it's hours away, the snowstorm. Right. Yeah. Right. But. So that's all very contrived. And then the snowstorm never seems to arrive. I mean, if it is, it is, it is a well, nothing we're, storm. Well, we're told it arrives. Right. And then we see the next morning, um, y- yes, there's some snow on the ground. But, you know, there was snow on the ground, I think, that it, the day they yeah. arrived. And, you know, it's not like the blizzard of the century or something. No, and they have no trouble getting to the right hotels that, no. that next day. I don't know. That was, it all seemed very stupid. <laughs> it's very contrived. And, and yeah. Okay. Well, what would you give it out of 10? Uh, I'm going to give it a 5.5. 5. <laughs> all right. I give it a five. Um, so our score is a 5.3. That is your Christmas or mine two uh, streaming. I think you watch on Amazon prime. Yeah. So if you, have a dearth of things to watch this holiday season. It is free. It is free on Amazon Prime. It's huh? uh, it's free on Amazon Prime. Yeah, yeah. It's an original. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, a, it's a direct-to-streaming movie. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. All right. Thank you all for listening. Thank you.